Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. Let's dive in with this question. Do you know how much in fees you're paying in your 401k? Tony Robbins, financial strategist, uh, author of the book, Money Master the Game, told CBS this morning, more than half of Americans, uh, they don't even think there are any fees. A 1% in fee, because of the compounding over time, costs you 10 years of retirement income. The average person thinks they're paying less than 1% or nothing, and they're paying 3.1%. That's 30 years of fees. So I'll give you an example. If you have a 35-year-old person, they have $100,000, and they put it in the market, and they let it compound for 30 years till they're going to retire, and they're paying 1% in fees, they have $761,000, which is a nice growth from that time. But if you paid 3% in fees for the same stocks, you have 432000 So in other words, you have 76% more money if you have less fees or in the other view you have 19 years less income so jim how do you detect fees in a portfolio review and what kind of things come to light well uh, chris look i hope everyone is sitting down when i say this and if you look if you have a mouthful of food right now make sure you swallow it because you don't <laughs> want to spit it out across the room uh, but look when it comes to the most of the mainstream types of investments especially when we're talking about 401ks 403bs deferred comp plans um, thrift savings plans, 457 plans, uh, supplemental annuities or in different plans if you're in the union. Gosh, mutual funds, ETFs, if you have an IRA or a SEP IRA or a simple IRA or a Roth IRA. Look, these have mutual funds and ETFs as their main component usually. Well, guess what? Just about all of those types of investments have fees. And it's not those little five or ten dollar fees that you see printed on the statement. Mm -hmm. That's just one of the many different fees. And if I were to make a bet right now, I would say ninety nine percent of our listeners, just like Tony said on the clip, wouldn't be able to tell me what fees they're paying in total. They might name one or two, but they won't know the total. And for me personally, I blame the financial industry for this. Sad to say. Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, they, they mail the, those prospectuses, those little booklets to the investors. No one reads them. No. That's where the fees are published. The fees are even, they're not, it's not like you turn to page one and there's the fee. They're scattered throughout the booklets. And it would just be so much easier on the investor if they were just up front and, and just listed all of the fees on the first page of every booklet. You know, for example, mutual funds, which are the primary ingredient in just about all of our retirement plans, um, they have a bunch of different fees. One of them is called an expense ratio. Um, that's a fee. And another one is called a 12B1 fee. Um, there can be operating expenses. There could be shareholder fees. There could be admin fees. And when you add all of these up, I've seen them up in the 3% range. So you can imagine the investments in your account, if they truly earn 5% and then 3% is being pulled right back out in the form of all of these different fees, you can see how that's going to have a major impact on your balances or it could uh, over time, Chris. And that certainly explains why people think, you know, well, my I, the market did this, but I, I my portfolio doesn't reflect that. It's because of these fees. And, you know, it comes down to, to value. It's not to say that all fees are bad, right? I think everybody out there knows how much they're paying for their cable bill or, or Netflix or, or things like that. And, and they can determine if that's of value to them. But when it comes to their fees that they're paying in these accounts, it's it's 
tough to assess the value if you don't know what you're paying for. Yeah, there's normally no way around the fees. I mean, there's no way to get a financial service from a company or a mutual fund manager uh, and, and have it all for free. Mm -hmm. But excessive fees are the problem. And a lot of people don't know what their true amounts of fees are uh, in most cases. I, I met with a couple recently on a Zoom. Um, very nice couple. They were in their early 50s. They were uh, from the Bluebell Skipback area. Um, they were one of the winners when I was offering the complimentary financial plan on one of our recent shows. Oh, okay. Uh, and the reason they reached out is because they wanted the financial plan, of course, but mm -hmm. they really haven't seen their balances um, move too much over the past few years. So when I took a closer look at their investments, I realized that some of their mutual funds had the letter C, C as in Charlie, at the end, which means they're in class C. Uh, and those mutual funds typically have some of the highest level of fees that you could possibly get. And people weren't seeing the fees coming out on their statement. And remember, it's in those little booklets. These companies don't, they legally don't have to put it on their statements. Um, and, it, you know, an easy way to think about this is that some of those different classes of mutual funds, they're just priced better than others. Think of it like uh, items in a Costco. They're normally much less expensive per item uh, compared to if you were to purchase the same item at like a Wawa mm -hmm. or something like so a class C mutual fund will be like buying your whole grocery list at a Wawa. Uh, you know, of course, you're going to spend a little more there than you would at a, at a Costco or in a large supermarket. And if you kept going to Wawa for 30 years and and not going to a larger supermarket, you could see how over time it would just compound. But the couple that um, that I was speaking with, they had another account. Uh, with a larger investment firm where the financial advisor was charging an advisory fee of 1% per year. And the 1% per year was in addition to the other fees that they were being charged for the mutual funds and the ETFs that were, uh, that were comprising the investments within the account. So what I was able to do to help this particular couple was to show them how to transfer their, their funds into investments and mutual funds that were so extremely similar with just far lower fees. And the point I'm trying to make with all of this with our listeners here today is that I want everyone to know how important it is that they understand what fees they're paying uh, because fees can have a massive impact on our uh, results, on our balances over the years. Uh, this particular couple, this Bluebell couple, they were both 53 years old. They had uh, about 480000 in these different investment accounts. And I was able to show them how to get their fees down from an average of right around one and a half percent all the way down to an average of a half of one percent. So that's a savings of about one percent per year. So by the, we got the calculator out and by the time they reached age 83, which is about 30 years from now, mm -hmm. assuming they averaged uh, about seven percent uh, on their investment, you know, total growth of their portfolio uh, each year, that worked out to you ready for this? It worked out to 1.1 million dollars wow additional in their pocket by the time they were 83 hmm. and that 1.1 million can help with a whole lot of things when they're in their 80s it can help with the long-term care expenses and medicare out-of-pocket expenses i mean you could leave a, a meaningful inheritance with for your kids your grandkids uh, and, and some people ask me they say jim geez my coworker, you know, they're, they seem to be accumulating so much more money than me. They're making the same amount. How is it that the, um, he's telling me he's got this and this and this in his, in his balances? And sometimes it's just a matter of a simple exercise like this, where you speak with a financial professional like myself, can, can usually help you in, in getting your fees under control.
doesn't matter if you're currently working with a financial advisor or not. But what I'm finding is that financial advisors are sometimes not being crystal clear about all of the fees that you're paying. Sometimes people say, Jim, I asked my advisor and he gives me a, a, you know, he points to one fee, but I know there's more to it. So we need to find out every single fee that you're paying. You have to ask the advisor what the total of all of the fees, not just the advisor fee, what the investments themselves are charging you as well. And we need to find this out so we can be as efficient as possible with our money. Mm -hmm. And just because you don't see those fees deducted on your statement doesn't mean you're getting free investments. It just means they're being disclosed somewhere else that you might not be seeing. Uh, like in those prospectuses or those emails that no one reads with the, you know, looks like legalese. No one reads that stuff. So look, if you feel like your money's been stuck in the mud, uh, if you feel like you're unclear on, on what fees you might be paying, give my office a call. Call right now. Someone from my team will take down your, your name and number. Um, even if you're driving, pull over. It's just going to be a quick call. They're just going to take your name and phone number, and they're going to schedule on my calendar for a, a chat for this upcoming week. So the number to call is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415 because it's it's true. Getting your fees in check could easily help generate thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars more for you throughout your retirement, Chris. Fees is definitely one of those situations where what you don't know, what if you don't know what you're paying for, it, it can in fact hurt you. So if something doesn't quite look right or, or it just doesn't add up properly, give Jim's office a call and, and you know, have that, that portfolio review done. Find out what fees you're paying and if there's a way to, to minimize those and, and really streamline your retirement prospects. 610-894-7415 is the number. You can also go to the website, retirereadyfg.com. A couple of minutes ago, Jim, you mentioned, you know, uh, having a large uh, uh, nest egg, you know, in retirement can, can work towards an inheritance. And by the year 2045, baby boomer parents are expected to hand down $53 trillion with a T in assets to millennials and Gen Zs. But there's a new study by New York Life that's raising questions over whether the younger generations are actually ready for what what is called the great wealth transfer. More than half said they don't honestly feel confidently prepared for the windfall. So uh, do you work with uh, the families of clients to help them prepare for this? Well, you know, Chris, I, you know, I can't help but think when I hear a number like $53 trillion mm-hmm. of assets that the boomers have accumulated, I mean, wow. Uh, but then also thinking that, geez, our nation, America owes $32 trillion yep. in national debt. You know, you can't help but think about how out of control the spending of our nation has become. I mean, think about it. The amount of assets accumulated is so substantial, uh, but there's also just so much debt in place. Obviously not from the boomer uh, generation mm-hmm. themselves, but just debt in general from all of us uh, Americans. I mean, look, the bottom line is the IRS is going to be more than happy to get their hands on big portions of that wealth transfer that the, the, the boomer generation has, uh, has created. So, uh, you know, my vision is kind of like those, those African safari videos where you see this happy little baby fawn, you know, <laughs> bouncing around the, the Sahari, you know, and, you know, with all the, the little white tail and just happy as could be. And then a, a, a big hungry cheetah is, you know, is, oh, is yeah. lying behind in wait in the bushes. You're just waiting to pounce. I mean, there's just no outpacing the cheetah, just like there's no way of getting away from the IRS unless, Chris, that baby fawn has a plan. <laughs> no, I, I love that, you know, and, and it, it just adds up. And it's there's part of the reason why, you know, Secure Act 1.0, the elimination of the stretch IRA, it's because they know the money is there. They know the money is coming. And, and the government, surprisingly enough, is playing a waiting game right now to to get their 
in the case of this analogy, to get their teeth into that, that money, into that baby fawn when the time comes. Yeah, they, they're hungry. They, they need it. They're hiring armies of these, of these folks, and they're, um, they are uh, on the ball. They're going to be getting uh, everybody lined up and everybody that they can find to, to generate more revenue for that IRS. It's coming. But look, one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen uh, personally that I've witnessed in the baby boomer generation, uh, with, they've done a great job in raising their sons and daughters, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of their sons and daughters have become so successful uh, and they just assume, this is the mistake, they just assume that their sons and daughters, when it comes to how they're going to manage whatever they inherit, that they're going to, and I'm doing air quotes here, that their sons and daughters are just going to figure it out. <laughs> and this reminds me of a guy that, that came into my Radnor, uh, Pennsylvania office a few weeks ago. He drove in from, from Pottstown. Um, and he took the ride in because he heard me talking about how you can likely uh, avoid the, the costs and delays of probate by putting the, um, the POD, the payable on death titling on your bank accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the, the way that, you know, by bypassing probate, you know, the, the courts are not going to charge you a percentage of your, your checking and savings accounts and fees. And also, if it's tied up in the courts, your loved ones are not going to get the money quickly. Um, and you know, nobody wants that. So anyways, he said to me, Jim, my son, he runs the financial department of his company. He makes $300,000 a year, Jim. He's good with money. And then um, one thing led to another. And I spoke with his son about 20 minutes after that. And his son said, uh, nicest guy, he said, Jim, I don't have a clue about how, it, yeah, I, I run the finance department. I don't have a clue about how estate and probate planning and how inheritance taxation works. So what I, would, what I would caution to our listeners is just to point out that just because your sons or your daughters have made a lot of money or that they work in finance, the, there's a whole different world out there of this estate taxation, and it's, it could be really complex. And anyone listening right now who has settled an estate, maybe for their parents, maybe you are the uh, executor or executrix of an estate, you know firsthand how time-consuming it can be. Um, and you also realized how much you learned, how much stuff you didn't know uh, throughout the process. Um, it took time away from, from work and it took time away from your family in order to learn how to settle these estates. And uh, when I learned more about the guy that came in from Pottstown, back to him, um, he told me that he had a house in Florida and a house in Arizona, hmm. and including his home here in Pottstown. And because none of these homes were in a trust, if he were to pass away, his son would have to take time off of work and would likely need to go uh, into probate court in Florida and in Arizona to claim these properties and to push it through the, uh, the probate system. Mm. Meanwhile, there's trusts, trusts that could be set up uh, that can really help in, in uh, not giving your sons and daughters major headaches when it comes to inheriting your property. Because look, when, when things go through the courts, there's not only the court fees, but there's attorney fees. And everyone listening right now knows how ridiculously high some of these attorney fees can be. I mean, you get these bills for, for a phone call with an attorney, and it's like $250 for 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just boils down to just sucking it up and paying the two or 3000 bucks to get the trust set up versus paying maybe $80,000 in, in probate costs, in attorney fees, time off of work. Don't forget that your sons and daughters are likely going to have to take to, to run all around town, maybe run all around the country, get into airplanes and all that to go track down all of your assets. So look, if you've accumulated a fair amount of assets, let's say between your investments, between your real estate properties, maybe you're a business owner, uh, maybe you not only own the business, maybe you also own the office building itself. 
uh, I would suggest giving my office a call right now. And what I can do for you is I can point you in the direction of folks who can um, maybe put together a trust for you or maybe talk to you about that uh, because the trust is just one of the financial items that people really tend to procrastinate with. Because look, I, I don't mean to be blunt here, but none of us think we're going to die anytime soon. Mm, yeah. Uh, and and uh, you know, you think about it, we've all had friends and loved ones who have died suddenly, who have died unexpectedly. I know I have. And they didn't think they were going to pass away um, at that age or whenever it may have happened. So look, at the end of the day, we just want to be most prepared so that we're paying the IRS and these probate courts and the, uh, the attorneys. We want to be paying them the least amounts possible and saving that money so it goes into the hands of our family and, uh, and our loved ones. So uh, the number to call my office right now, 610-894-7415. Once again, the number to call for a complimentary consultation on taking a look at how to possibly minimize inheritance taxes and probate costs and all of that, give my office a call, 610-894-7415. You know, the loss of a loved one is already a, an emotional time, uh, clearly, but, but having to couple that with the, the strain, the, the emotional turmoil that could come with these financial burdens, the, these legal burdens, trying to settle things, it can be avoided with proper planning. And Certainly something I think worth worth doing ahead of time to make sure that uh, your estate, your legacy is passed on and transferred in the way you want it to be. So again, the number 610-894-7415. Perhaps a question you have is, what should I do with my 401k from the job that I'm leaving? Usually people recommend moving it to your new job's 401k or your IRA, but don't be surprised if your former employer asks you to keep the money with them. A growing number of companies are actually doing just that, asking former employees to move their money to something called a managed payout fund. Jim, what is a managed payout fund, and is it a good option? Yeah, managed payout, well, I've only stumbled upon these just a couple of times, Chris, and they're they're quite similar to those um, annuity payouts that some people are offered within their retirement plan. Okay. It, very similar to, you know, when some folks are also offered that uh, to take the lump sum from their pension, or they can take payouts under the annuity, some type of lifetime payout structure. Um, and actually, you know, I'm glad we're talking about this because a lot of folks who listen to our show, um, they work for a corporation who still offers maybe a lump sum for the pension for a payout instead of taking a monthly uh, annuity. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of folks who are listening right now who work for the city and they have these large lump sums coming in from maybe the drop program, who I'm, which I'm very familiar with. Uh, and they're just looking for ideas to gather some information on, on what to do with these monies as they become available. And there's also a lot of folks from the union who listen to my show, I'm realizing. And uh, folks are just looking for ideas on what to do with their annuities or their supplemental retirement plans when they retire. And look, this is what I do every day is to just help teach people about how to best position those retirement investments and how to you know, be best set up to protect our principal and also how to generate income from our investments. This is what I help people with every day. Because look, Social Security as income is really not going to be enough. It's not supposed to be everything that you have coming in each month throughout retirement. And I just want our listeners to know that leaving your money in the same growth mutual funds that helped you in your 30s, 40s, and 50s, they're normally not the best assets to generate income throughout your 60s, 70s, and 80s. That's why people look into doing these rollovers, these tax-free rollovers, even if you're over 59 and a half, you can do a rollover from your current 401k 
without having left your job in most cases. Because uh, you, you can get investments nowadays that are just more geared towards producing that stable, secure income, and they're typically not available within your current 401k, Chris. It's kind of like your first car you got when you were 16 or 18 or whatever it was that you got versus uh, the, the car that you, you're probably driving now. Chances are your needs have changed significantly. Also, there have been advancements uh, greatly. And so the vehicle that got you there isn't necessarily the vehicle that you want when it comes to retirement. The same sort of thing when it comes to these, these retirement vehicles, right? Oh, you, you nailed it. And this is, uh, this is actually making me think back, Chris, to a couple of months ago. I, I was actually on one of the nicest vacations I've ever been on on my whole life. And I don't really talk about my personal life too much on the show, but mm -hmm. I'm going to share something with our, our listeners. I was in Hawaii over the Memorial Day weekend this past year. And anyone who's been there you know, knows how, uh, how big Hawaii is on their hiking trails. Yes. Um, you know, there's trails of all different types of intensity. And well, we, we picked one um, that we uh, where it was like a walking trail. It was paved. You know, because there's other ones that um, you need to be like an expert level climber, rock climber <laughs> with all the ropes and everything. There's some of those out there uh, to get to the tops of the mountains. And it, but anyways, it was um, it was just a beautiful, crisp morning. Um, the, the sun was just starting to warm everything up. And uh, my lady and I, we had a, a quick breakfast and we went on one of the trails uh, in Oahu. I, I forget the exact name of it, the, the trail, but it had a lighthouse at the end of the trail. So when we got halfway through the trail, we kind of walked off of the trail. We started walking towards like the, the cliff a little bit. And you know, there was plenty of space there. Mm -hmm. uh, but we started walking to it because we wanted to get a better picture, um, a little selfie, of course. Sure. And the lighthouse was in the background uh, and the ocean was there and the waves were kind of just like uh, hitting the walls of the cliff. It was kind of like a really picturesque thing. And when we got in position to take the photo, this is the selfie sort of thing. Um, when I looked behind me after we took the picture, I realized, oh, there's possibly an even better spot to take that photo <laughs> uh, with a you know possible better view of the cliff and the ocean. So, you know, we, we talked about it and then we started walking towards that nicer spot. And then we realized uh, these rocks, they were getting a little bit loose. And so uh -huh. we paused and we thought about it for about a half second and agreed. All right. What the heck are we doing? <laughs> we already got a beautiful picture. No sense of pressing our luck. Mm -hmm especially with uh, maybe a marginally better picture, um, but also with the chance that we could end up in a body cast by the end of the day, which is not very appealing. So we no. easily, quickly, yeah, we said, no way, uh, the current picture is good enough. So in fact, that, that, that picture is sitting in a frame, that very one that I didn't think was good enough is sitting in the frame uh, on my desk uh, at, at the office. And I'm sharing this story with everyone listening today because I can't help but think about how many people here in the greater Philadelphia, South Jersey, Delaware areas that have made it through the, the past 12 years, one of the biggest expansionary periods in America's stock market history. And so many people have seen their account balances grow so high and really get to that perfect place that they've always hoped that their money would grow to. We're there. Many people are there. And it's human nature. It's only we're only we're all human. We it's, it's just human to want to get higher and higher. In, in hopes of getting to an even better point, you know, especially when it comes to money, just like I hope to, you know, to get to that even better viewpoint, to take that picture back in Hawaii. But there's just so many loose rocks right now with our economy. When we think about the Fed, they're likely to continue raising interest rates. Inflation is not going away. Um, the situation that can worsen with China, who the heck knows what they're up to. Um, all the this, this speculation with possibly changing to a digital currency. 
Um, and then just these continued levels of high inflation and overpriced stock market. I mean, look at stocks like NVIDIA it's selling at, at 237 times earnings. It, absolutely insane. So, uh, so maybe instead of continuing to risk the financial security that you and your spouse have built up, maybe it's best to be a bit more secure or at least with a portion of some of your money at this point. I mean, look, you can get CDs and fixed annuity rates. They're the ones with no annual fees. You can get them in the mid 5% range. I've seen five and a half, five point six 5.6 interest uh, rates per year. Um, so maybe it doesn't make sense to risk everything you have in the in these mutual funds nowadays to try to get what, maybe 6.5%? Mm-hmm. Because that's the average over the past 20 years of a typical stock bond balanced fund. And you can look this up yourself. Go into Vanguard.com and search for the Vanguard Balanced Fund and look for the returns over the past 20 years. So look, if you're listening now and realizing that you're, you're happy, you're happy with your investment balances and you'd like to see them continue growing, but you'd like also some more stability and security, I would suggest giving my office a call right now and someone from my team will set you up with a phone call with me personally for later this week. And we can review together, you and I, some more stable strategies um, that could be a better fit for you. Uh, so my phone number, the office number to call right now, 610-894-7415. Once again, the number to call if you would like a review of the strategies that uh, can help you with more stability, more predictability for your retirement savings, the number 610-894-7415. I love that story you told about your, your trip to Hawaii. And it's the truth for, for people, I think, as they get closer and closer to retirement, is a marginally better financial picture worth the risk of, of what could happen, you know, uh, ending up in, in a body cast in that situation. I'm glad, by the way, that you, you weighed to, to not do that because, well, it'd be a whole other situation here. Uh, but but, look, yeah. but as people get closer and closer to retirement, it is about protecting what you've already had. And, you know, hopefully you've done really well over the past 14 years, like, like Jim said, and, and now it's time to protect that. Jim Cipriati can help you. Again, let him put his uh, 25 plus years of experience uh, to work for you to help you maintain that picture. 610-894-7415. You can also go to the website, retireadyfg.com. Jim, there's a scene from the 1991 season of Seinfeld. Still gets a lot of views online today. It takes place with uh, Jerry at a car rental counter. I'm sorry, we have no midsize available at the moment. I don't understand. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have the reservations. I know why we have reservations. I don't think you do. If you did, I'd have a car. <laughs> so you know how to take the reservation, you just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Sometimes what we assume isn't gonna be the case. Jerry assumed the car was gonna be waiting for him, and, and obviously it didn't. Sometimes we assume we have enough money for retirement just because we've been diligent about saving. Uh, Jim, how can you help make sure a plan is properly executed even through unforeseen circumstances. Yeah, I mean, great question, Chris. I mean, look, so, so here you are, let's say you're, you're in your early 60s and you're, you're finally giving some serious thought about re- what retirement could look like for you. Or heck, you know, maybe let's say you're in your late 50s, maybe mid 60s, maybe early 70s, whatever it may be. But look, let's just say you're at the stage in your life where you're seriously considering what life as a retired you could be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what you're doing in your head, you're not only considering what to do with your time, as you transition, you know, from a, a busy work schedule and with deadlines and whatnot to a no work schedule. 
Um, but likely you're, you're also thinking about what your cash flow is, is, is likely to look like, you know, every each month when you factor in things like your social security, um, maybe you have a small pension from a prior job. Uh, let's see, maybe you have some savings built up in a 401k, maybe you have some other monies in CDs or other savings at the bank, you know, the typical mix. Uh, this, the next step is really that you need to have an actual plan. Don't wing it. And I'm not talking about picking a few mutual funds and writing down your social security income figures on a, on a paper dinner napkin. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about really mapping it out to see uh, when, uh, when maybe uh, beginning your social security uh, might be the best between you and your spouse. Maybe it makes more sense for you to begin collecting while your spouse delays collecting uh, their benefits. Um, maybe it makes sense to roll over a portion of your 401k uh, into something different that can provide a steady stream of income, um, something that arrives in your bank account every single month for the rest of your life, just like you were accustomed to with your paycheck. Um, we, and we need that income regardless of whether the stock market is up or down. Uh, we need the income no matter how long you live. Um, and geez, you know, retirement is not about staring at CNBC. You know, and yelling at the television with all these little ups and downs. I can't believe it. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, what's what's this administrative? What's what's Biden doing? What's the there's always going to be craziness going on in the political environment that drives the market batty. But look, you need to have a plan in place of, of how you're, you're going to not only handle that, but how you're going to get money back out of your 401k mm -hmm. with paying the IRS the absolute least amount possible. You know, and just a quick side note, there, there's so many people right now who are still working and, and many are working for no reason at all. And I've spoken with a lot of folks over the years because I've run financial plans for people. I have, you know, sophisticated software that I have that really maps everything out and makes it all easy to, to digest. I've run these plans for people who, have, who could have retired five years earlier uh, and they just they just, um, you know, they, they just run their numbers to see. Uh, you know, in this financial plan, we see what all these different sources of income could look like and from investments and getting some modest rate of returns and we factor inflation in there. I mean, you name it, taxes, et cetera. And, um, and when, you know, we compare your income sources to what your monthly expenses are going to be, when your mortgage is going to be paid off, if it's not already. And, um, you know, we just look at suggesting um, just taking some time to run one of these financial plans. If you haven't done one, um, recently, especially, they only take about an hour or two, grand total. Um, we're all busy. Carve out an hour or two. It's no big deal because folks are finding that um, that they could have retired a few extra years before. That's a few extra years of retirement. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about the good years of <laughs> retirement, of early, you know, those early years mm -hmm. of retirement. Um, that's when you're, you know, you're healthy, you want to travel and do all the fun things. But it's worth the time. Chris. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call. 610-894-7415. Or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. 
Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products. Offer through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License, 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retired Ready Financial Group are non-affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.